0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. These are the Daily Tech headlines for February 1st, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. SS7, a telecom protocol that coordinates texts and calls around the world, is exploitable. SS7 has the ability to track phones across the world, and those who want to intercept text messages and phone calls without hacking the phone itself can technically do so. Mother Road reports this capability is much more widely available to cybercriminal groups that use it to empty bank accounts, for example. SS7 attacks against banks are on the rise, according to the report, and now the National Cybersecurity Center, the defensive arm of the UK's Signals Intelligence Agency, GCHQ, confirmed that SS7 is being used to intercept codes used for banking. Metrobank also confirmed it has faced an SS7 attack, and in a statement said it supported a law enforcement investigation into the attacks across the industry. Apple temporarily revoked Google's enterprise certificate for the App Store, preventing the use of iOS apps for internal testing by the company. This was spurred by a TechCrunch report that Google was violating Apple's rules for these certificates by distributing the ScreenWise Meter app outside of Apple's App Store. Facebook faced a similar temporary loss of its enterprise certificate from Apple after TechCrunch reported on the Facebook Research VPN app that violated its terms of service as well. Revoking the security certificates not only disabled the violating apps, but reportedly broke all internal testing iOS apps and tools used by the organization. As of Thursday night, Apple confirmed that both Facebook's and Google's enterprise certificates were restored. In other Apple news, the company issued an apology for the group FaceTime bug that allowed callers to receive audio and video from recipients before accepting the call. The company stated the server-side security bug had been fixed and that it will issue a software update next week to re-enable the feature for users. Alphabet's Loon subsidiary announced a partnership with the Canadian telecommunications company Telestat to use Loon's temporal spatial software-defined network to manage Telestat's new fleet of low-Earth orbit satellites. Loon originally developed a proprietary software to provide internet access via an LTE balloon fleet. It can adjust the shape of the network to account for the shifts in both nodes and end users in physical orientation and across time simultaneously. Telestat plans to use the tech to provide internet connectivity to remote areas like ships at sea and planes in flight. France's competition regulator issued a preliminary injunction against Google to review its policy for blocking ads. The injunction comes from a complaint brought by the phone directory service Amadeus alleging the policy was anti-competitive. Google claims ads from Amadeus violated its terms that prohibit ads for services that can be obtained for free or at a lower price from the government or a public source. The injunction ordered that Google add clarifying language to the policy, provide a warning before blocking advertisers, and provide additional trainings to ad sales staff. Amazon reported Q4 earnings per share of $6.04 on revenue of $72.4 billion. Analysts had expected earnings per share of $5.65 on a much more humble revenue projection of $71.88 billion. Amazon Web Services revenue grew 45% on the year to $7.43 billion. While AWS now accounts for 10% of overall revenue, it represents 58% of operating income with $2.18 billion on the quarter. Amazon's other segment, which largely consists of ad sales, grew 95% of the year to $3.39 billion in revenue. In its Q3 earnings report, Nintendo revealed 9.41 million Switch consoles were sold in the quarter for a total of 14.48 million for the fiscal year. Despite the figures, the company doubts it will meet the sales target of 20 million units for all four quarters and has revised its target down to 17 million. Engadget notes, however, that the Switch has a lifetime total sales of 32.27 million units sold worldwide, making it 660,000 units shy of the popular Nintendo 64. Other sales bits include 12.08 million units of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 10 million units of Pokemon Let's Go, and 5.3 million units of Super Mario Party, helping to pad the company's 608 billion yen in revenue for the quarter, up from 483 billion yen the same time last year. Operating profit came in at 159 billion yen, up from 117 billion yen the same time last year. Panasonic released details for their upcoming mirrorless full-frame cameras, the Lumix S1 and S1R. The S1R is aimed at photographers offering 47.3 megapixels of base resolution with the capability to capture 187 megapixel RAW files via sensor shifting and an ISO range of up to 25,600. The S1 focuses more on videographers offering 4K full sensor readouts at up to 60 frames per second and will eventually support 422 10-bit 4K 30 frames per second recording internally. Both cameras have in-body stabilization, SD and QXD card slots, illuminated rear buttons, and a 5.76 million dot OLED viewfinder with a changeable refresh rate. The S1 will retail for $2,499, with the S1R starting at $3,699, that's for the body only, and are expected to launch in March. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. Thank Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.